Hello and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast all about the great, glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnam and as ever, I am joined by the delicious Isabel Chilman. Hey Isabel. Hi. How you doing? Really good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, this is a podcast where we discuss uh, stories from Eurovision past and also... I attempt to create music that could be considered a Eurovision uh, smash. He hit. gives it his best shot. <laughs> Sometimes he really tries hard. I reckon I want a I want a one to four ratio of great song to mediocre song. Which, if you think about it, I'm sure oh, Beethoven okay. threw away three of his three out of four of his songs. Really, we're making that comparison, <laughs> are we? I mean, I'm early on in my career, but I'm I'm just saying the the possibilities are endless. Are endless. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm also going to point out, you've got a very sexy husky voice this week, Roland. Uh, I slightly overdid it on the birthday celebrations at the weekend. So. Happy birthday to you. It was your birthday yesterday. It was my birthday yesterday. Thank you to the, uh, I think it was two people who tweeted happy birthday to me. I did ask for a happy birthday tweet and I got exactly what I wanted. So it was very, very kind of you. Um, before we begin, as ever, Isabel. Would you like a lovely glass of Crozet Hermitage? Yeah, I would, because it sounds delicious. Yeah, it's from France, uh, and it says it's produced from Sihra grapes. That's the best grapes, right? Yeah, they're great grapes. Great grapes. They're great grapes. Great grapes. Great grapes. Um, great grapes. What you've been up to, Isabel? <laughs> How you been doing? Uh, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Um, on the topic of your birthday, though, Mr. Yeah. Bodnam, do you want your birthday present? Have you got a birthday present for me? Yeah, I've got your birthday Shut present. Shut up, Isabel. It's not in physical form, because we haven't got it in physical form yet, because I need you to give me something first to be able to do it. Oh, that's weird. But what's what's this the top of? What are we fully fully, fa- <laughs> fully paid up members of now, mate? Are we fully paid up members of... Paid up, we've got a joint part, we've got a joint membership, the two of us. Shut up. We get a membership to for a couple. O- o- so we're, <laughs> we're a couple. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think that's all right. I think we spend legally the right amount of time with each other. To I see you more often than I see my boyfriend. So I think we are yeah, together. I think that counts. Forever. So that is, so to explain, that is a membership to OGAE, which mm-hmm. is the Eurovision fan club? Yes, it's official Eurovision fan club for the UK. Oh, shit. Does that mean we get to decide who enters? We're our part of all the processes now, process. mate. We're fish. Oh. We're a fish. <laughs> Fish. Oh, we're a fish. Off fish. We're not, we're not no, a we're fish. We're not a fish. I thought that was a term for members. No. Oh, no. Why no, that it will be now. I don't know. <laughs> we're a fish. Oh, my God, Isabel. Thank you so much. That's incredibly kind. There you That's, go. Uh, we get a magazine and everything. We have no. to share it. There's only one between the two of us because we're a couple. <laughs> and we obviously, copy we the pa- No, we wouldn't photocopy the back. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> I did it prematurely popped his cock. <laughs> Oh my god! You could have seen our faces. It was like shock. <laughs> oh no! That's not happened before. A, I don't believe that. And B, your little face. <laughs> oh, See, like you can't, you can't put the cork back in once it's. <laughs> oh, it's done now. It's no going back. Oh, that was so. Cute. Oh, well, it's because I was excited about the membership. Here we go. Well, we won't miss out on this. Here we go. 
Oh, that was delightful. Well, that was a risky one as well. I get riskier by the day. Oh, God. I don't know why you pour it over. I do it over the... Put it over the laptop. It literally pours it over his laptop. Delightful, that. Oh, lovely. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thank you. That's a very thoughtful present, mate. Aww, I really appreciate you're it. Very welcome. Uh, well, there it we was, go. It had to happen. It We're, was past its point. Yeah, it should have happened. Ages, We're very though. official now. Um, if anyone else is a member. Um, we are part of... Well, we're, we're members, members too, too now. We're so as official as you are. Whatever. <laughs> shut up. Uh, shut up. Shut up. Shut um, up. So, thank you so much. Shall we uh, move straight into... Da, 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 da. Eurovision News. The section where we talk about news from Eurovision is fairly self-evident. Yeah. Uh, Isabel, do you have any... Eurovision news. For once, I'm prepped. Yay! Hooray! I'm prepared for this. What's I happening, have some Isabel? News. Yeah, quite a lot of stuff's happened this week. To start off with, um, the Ukraine have announced who their hosts for Eurovision oh, 2017 are going I to be. Saw pictures. Three strapping young lads. Yes. Um, it's the first time ever that Eurovision's been hosted by three men. Mm. And as a lady, I'm yeah. going to say, well, I'm not impressed. Also, celebrate diversity. Yeah, that's going to be your theme, and you've just got three, three white, white guys. <laughs> One Not exactly gay, diverse as fuck, is it? One may be gay. We one might be gay. I'm guessing the one in the middle. But you don't know which picture I'm no, looking at, might, do you? Yeah. So there you go. It's fine. I haven't outed anyone. No assumptions based on... The one on in the middle. The, one sure. in the, middle. the middle one. The middle one. Whoever is standing in the middle, in whatever situation they're in, <laughs> he's the gay, he's the gay one. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, might be that. Hopefully they do show some more diversity throughout the yeah. evening. You would hope seen so. Seeing as it's being hosted by three white guys. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, it's always it's always an interesting one, the hosts. There have been some very great hosts along the way, but there have also been some real piss-poor hosts, and it, it does um, <laughs> does affect It makes the, the difference the whole yeah. evening. You look yeah. at, I hate to keep harking back to Sweden, Mans but and Petra, Petra and Mans, oh. Jesus Christ, those angels, they Thanks. did such a good job. I love them. They should host everything. Dream babes. Absolutely iconic. <laughs> Just so good. Yeah. But it makes a difference, yeah, if you've got some duffers that... <sighs> Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you don't have to put on a big song and dance like Sweden do, but at least I'm just I'm just saying I hope they're good. Yeah. Yeah. They need Apparently a bit. Apparently, they're all very they're very famous. Okay. Okay. So they're not just people off the street. No, they haven't just <laughs> just pulled some boys out of it. Yeah. There was that one. I can't I can't remember who it is, but it began Graham Norton began it, um, and I can't remember his name. It said uh, let's call let's call him Dave, and almost the very first thing Graham said as the host walked onto the stage was. Now, Dave is neither a presenter or a musician, and that will become very evident very ah! soon. <laughs> so, uh, just a pretty face. Yeah, just a, oh. yeah. Well, not even that. I don't know why he was there. Oh. Knew someone. He, he was maybe someone's son or something. Jesus, you know, like, keep control of this know, shit, will you? Really Come on, that. I've got a lot of trust in you. Although they've got a lot going on over there right now, so, you know, host is probably the least of their worries. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Um, some other news that has happened this week is all of the Melfest semi-finals are now over yes. and Lorene did not get through. So she's through to Anders Johnson. So yep. she's got another chance yep. still to go, but she did not automatically make it through to the Melfest final, which everyone was very shocked about. I am not shocked. Mm. It is a very artistic performance. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Yeah. She is an angel. She is angel. But... Euphoria, yeah. it is not. Yeah. And there was people on Twitter, like there were some Eurovision fans and Lorene fans saying, oh, everyone keeps saying it's no Euphoria. Well, guess what? Euphoria was Lorene's least Lorene song yeah. anyway. 
Well, well, then maybe Lorene isn't meant for Eurovision unless she does yeah. songs that aren't very her. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that she's bad. She's incredible. She's a fantastic mm. artist. But if that's the least Lorene song she's ever done, yeah. well, then maybe proper Lorene songs aren't meant for this contest. Because yeah. it's... I don't think it, I don't think it stacks up against some of the other entries that are through to the final. Yeah. And there are some incredible ones. I'm still ace wilder yeah. all the way yeah. i want her to win i want yeah. her to go through and represent sweden that'd be amazing yeah. but there are some absolute bangers in yeah. the competition yeah. apart from her as well like she's got stiff competition alongside everyone else let alone the people that are still potentially going to go through yeah. to the final in yeah. a couple of weeks time there was a guy called what was he called boris boris her kiss mm. well he says fucking that but he's going to change that, that yeah. to freak no Maybe freaking. Freak. Fricking. Not something like that. Yeah. Fracking. Frigging. Fracking. Fracking. That's the one. Yeah, fracking. He's changing about fracking. it about fracking. <laughs> um, but he is, uh, That's the, it's the smoothest performance Ooh. I've ever seen. You are going to die when you see no. him because you're going to want to become this man. No. He is cool Smoother than man's. Smoother than man's. No. Jesus Christ. The whole performance is him in a suit with these <sighs> other dancers in suits on... Um, so it's very okay go on treadmills, ah. but they're on their own ones. They're not like jumping about yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of sliding around oh, in a Jamiroquai style <laughs> and like pulling up their shirt collars. And, wow. Oh, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Sounds like I already want to be him. I think you do. Maybe we <laughs> should let you watch it. Yeah, I think I should. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. And there was um, Victoria mm-hmm. with As I Lay Me Down, which was a surprise kind of left fielder for me. As soon as it started, I was like, gonna hate this song yeah. look at her she did not look great 30 seconds in you're hooked really it's, it's, uh, i'm obsessed with it now okay obsessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and lorene's unfortunately did yeah. not have that impact here's my thing about lorene right i would rather her not be in eurovision again and have a perfect 100 percent record than go yeah. in and lose again i think she probably would I'm as with well you. do you I'm know with what i mean on that yeah she's, she's already been in, in melody festival and one uh twice yeah. she obviously once was um with uh euphoria and there was a, a first time, a time before that, and she didn't get through. So she's not got a hundred percent record there. Fine, enter no. that as much as you want. Exactly. But I, she's if she's not going to win with this one, which it sounds like you think she won't, then um, then don't go all the way. No, nope. I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lorene, just quit now. Quick, quit now. <laughs> quit. She's going to get through to the final though yeah. because she's up against a Reed Duffer in, the, in another chance. <laughs> it's the second time you've oh, Duffer so, so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All it's about the Duffers. Pretty, Crap, it's a pretty boy. He's no. so dull. Yeah, yeah. Really dull. Well, she'll get through and she'll get to perform again and that's fine. That'd be very yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was also an article around as well about bloody Occidentally's karma in the Metro oh, about yeah. how he's definitely going to win Eurovision. Oh. Hey, Metro, shut up. <laughs> he's not. Stop sticking your nose into stupid things that aren't your business. And B, Roland wasn't going to talk about it, but someone emailed us about it. I'm not going to go into details, but... You're wrong, all right? <laughs> Whoever emailed us about Occidentally's Karma, you've named all the things, which is the reason why I hate that song. Yeah, we, so we, 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 we we're aware of all the stuff you'd stated. We love that you're a listener. We love you. We love you. <laughs> you are an angel and you are my favourite and but- you've contacted us and that is the best thing ever because I love it when people do that. But... I'm we, politely disagree yeah. with everything you said. Well, we, 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 apparently we didn't make it clear that we knew all of that stuff. We know yeah, it's I'm very about, aware of what it's about Western thoughts of Eastern culture That's and why karma I hate it, and like. things like that. But it is a bit like, come on out. Like you can go on Facebook and see a million videos of white guys 
doing spoken word about how we should like look up from our phones and we're all friends with someone who has like got dreadlocks and yeah like (laughs) aggressively discusses their veganism and how but while still owning a smartphone and looking for as many likes as possible on instagram okay we all know that douchebag doesn't have a job but has a trust fund Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We, me and Roland, have discussed the ones that we know <laughs> regularly and show each other how awful they are. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for emailing us. Thanks, babe. Love <laughs> you. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the metro got it wrong as well, did they? No, oh, they're idiots. They're <laughs> always idiots. Though. They no one believes anything that buys the metro. Uh, have you got any other business? I got none. Oh, Isabel, have I got some any other business? Yes, I do have some any other business, and my any other business comes in the form of an email. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's the Reverend. <laughs> this is an email from the Reverend. Ah oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Hi, Dad. I don't speak to my father as regularly as he emails in, so this is great communication for us. Hi. Just a quick email to say, I'm still listening to the podcasts. I still think that your first song, United We Dance, is the best so far. I'd agree with you there, Dad. Well done, yeah. I'm afraid there is still little interest in Eurovision around here, even amongst the expats who have flooded to Vancouver Island from the rest of Canada. At the moment, people are more concerned about... A... The abnormal amounts of snow that have fallen here over the last couple of months. There's been a lot of snow. The island isn't supposed to be like this. <laughs> B. The imminent arrival of the big one. The local name for the mega earthquake, possibly of magnitude 9 or above, was predicted to hit this area sometime in the next 100 years or so. Um, uh, maybe don't worry too much about that one, Dad. Well, there have been three or more earthquakes off the coast of the island in the last week or so, and they have all been about 4 to 4.5 in magnitude, but haven't caused any damage, and very few people have even claimed to have felt anything. Still, every time one happens, there is always endless discussion about having, uh, having your earthquake survival packs ready. Such fun. And see the antics of the orange one in that backward country directly to the south of us. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Looking forward to see you in April, David. Dad. Oh, thanks, Papa. <laughs> I mean, not much about Eurovision, but it's just nice to keep up with it's what the Reverend's nice doing. It's just nice to know. He sent me one line on WhatsApp today, <laughs> so I'm glad he's emailing in. Yeah, I feel like this is the medium for your correspondence now. And this I quite is it. Like I'm it. just going to stop talking to him online, actually. <laughs> Only through Eurovision it's quite, emails. It's like, it's, like, um, it's like old school letter writing, isn't it? It takes a week to receive yeah. his, and then you, it takes a week. I have to respond to- via the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Stay safe. Don't go out in the snow too much. Did you know there was a risk of the big one before he moved out there? <sighs> Be ter- that's terrible. I feel worried. I would feel worried. But anywhere around, like a lot of places <laughs> in the world, have risk of something like that happening. It's true. Like everyone, who, everyone who lives in LA is insane for living in LA oh, yeah. because it could just crumble into ocean at some point oh, yeah. in numerous different ways. Like yeah, there's going to yeah. be a tsunami or yeah. an earthquake or something <clears throat> that completely destroys it. They're all bonkers. San Francisco has already yeah. been destroyed once, yeah. and yet people still live there. Yeah. <laughs> like it will happen again. We've all seen so, we've yeah. all seen volcano with uh, Piers Brosnan. 
Oh my god, no, Dante's Peak. You got it wrong. I love Dante's Peak. It's terrifying. And the old lady climbs into the lava and saves everyone. And and then I cried. And yeah, she melts to death because it's really sad. (laughs) And also, Pierce Brodnan's elbow bone comes out of his skin. That's the only bit. So I remember from that film watching it as a child and being scarred for life. His elbow bone comes out of his skin. All I can say is I hope that doesn't happen to your dad. It will. Come home, come home, come Reverend. Quickly, <laughs> otherwise it's Dante's beak all over again. <laughs> uh, so that's my any other business. Fantastic. It's good any other business, right? I really liked it. Uh, so uh, I suppose we should uh, crack on. Um, this week, um, as I told my story about something else last Something week. <laughs> that wasn't Eurovision, but we all had a nice time uh, anyway. We enjoyed ourselves. Um, uh, it's Isabel's turn to tell a story. It might be about Eurovision. It probably is. I might just tell a story with what I want to, because <laughs> that's what Roland does. Uh, Isabel, will you tell your story, please? Yeah. No, I have um, made sure that mine... I was going to change mine. This was originally my story. Yeah. Then I was going to change it to be about Jedward, oh, because they've been around. Yeah. Then I decided, no, because this is so much this has Eurovision entrenched in it yeah. throughout like it's just seeps Eurovision it's counter to my last week one <laughs> exactly so I thought I will keep this and yeah. save Jedward for another day always save Jedward <sighs> save Jedward these bloody beautiful boys come on right <laughs> okay so this, this is my Eurovision story okay uh, Sigurdjian Brink was born on August 29th, 1974, mm. and started playing music at an early age. His father was a guitarist and singer in a band, and Sir Johnny, as he was uh, went on to be known. Johnny. Sir Johnny. Sir S-J-O-N-N-I. These are Icelandic. Uh. Uh, so many names, <laughs> so many. What do we, what was it again? To like, from a couple of weeks ago, too many consonants altogether. Yeah, just like, yeah. So you find, yeah. Sir Johnny. Sir Johnny. Sir Johnny. That's how I found that it is pronounced, is you pronounce all the letters. Sir Johnny. Okay, cool. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, Sir Johnny was never in any doubt that music was the way forward for him. He was known to all his friends and fans as Sir Johnny Brink and founded the grunge rock group in In Bloom in 1994. Wow, that's a good grunge rock band, isn't it? In Bloom, yeah. Yeah, sounds like a Nirvana album. Mm. I made up a band name the other day accidentally. Go on. What was it? Uh, Unknown Foreign. Mm, That was it. Yeah, that's good. Unknown Foreign. Yeah. I like that. That would be a rock group as well. That's not a pop band. That's good at it. Rock group, yeah. Yeah, nice one. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) At first he played drums and actively participated in writing and arranging the music. But when the band dissolved, he switched to guitar, working in a popular Lennon and McCartney tribute duo. Mm -hmm. Soon afterwards, he launched his own solo career. So Johnny also found time for regular theatrical work and was one of the founding members of independent and internationally renowned Icelandic theatre group Vesterport, who received the Honourable Europe Theatre Prize in St. Petersburg. Wow. So he's doing yeah, well he's for done himself. Stuff. He's yeah. done stuff already. Yeah, he's, definitely. You know, he's a hard worker. Yeah, been yeah. in a band, solo project, theatre, done. Good egg. <laughs> In 2002, Sir Johnny met his future wife, Icelandic actress Thorin Clausen, when both of them took part in the music and drama show Lessing. After that, Sir Johnny had roles in the Icelandic productions of musicals, including uh, Footloose and the Buddy Holly story, and released his solo album, Sir Johnny Brink, in 2009. He's doing good. He's That's doing really well. quite recent as well. Yeah, that is really, yeah, yeah. really recent. Yeah, Ooh, this is a recent this is story. Fun. Yeah. Well. Mm. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Johnny was a household name in Iceland and had participated in Songvakepni 
Stjönvapsin. That was good. I feel like that was good. all of the letters. Yeah. That's how I've learned to do Icelandic. That felt very confident. Which is the Icelandic pre-selection show for Eurovision Song Contest. Good. So he participated in 2006, 2007, and 2010 with two different songs. Okay. Um, so he'd gone for it. He loved Eurovision. He was a big Eurovision fan. And he was a keen musician. You yeah. know, he, he liked playing in bands with other people. He always had a band on the side, even when he was doing his solo Crazy. work. He just liked to perform. Oh. He liked being in bands. He liked being with He's like friends. me. <laughs> he, li- uh... <laughs> he just like, he just lives, he's born to perform. Oh, God. <laughs> need a t-shirt with that one. Oh, you really don't you absolutely don't i'm gonna have to get you one now though. oh god we could tell them we need to start doing merch anyway born to perform <laughs> how do you um write down the pronunciation of a word three times so we can have ones that say roland 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 <laughs> you do it in the uh like the dick you know how the dictionary does like the pronunciation of words oh, in that complicated that's way so nerdy i love it yes <laughs> So yeah, Johnny had uh, tried to enter the contest three years mm. previously, three times, yeah. in three different years previously, yeah. but had failed to qualify each time. Oh, that must be disappointing. Must be yeah. ever evading him getting yeah. through pre-selection yeah. and representing Just Iceland. Clearly, a big passion of his yeah. to try and represent his country at Eurovision. Yeah. And why wouldn't it be? It should no. be for everyone. Yeah, everyone, every ever. single person, <laughs> every single person. Your passion should be <laughs> represent right. your country. At Eurovision. And if you do that, then you're done. You can retire. Just Hell sort of, yeah. You get to live in a house and you get to live in it and that's fine. You can do whatever you want mm. after that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so then in 2011, he and his wife, Thorin, vote the vivacious, upbeat song, Coming Home, in a fourth attempt to make it into the contest. Oh, I like... I, see, husband-wife duo songs can go one of two ways. It can be, it can be super shitty and cheesy and like oh like or or they can work and be beautiful and wonderful well it wasn't going to be the two of them performing oh, okay. so it wouldn't oh, have been okay. weird oh that's nice because uh, that can be creepy yeah. sometimes but yeah. she helped him she helped him well, put the song together it's like Bucks Fizz making your mind up oh before is. she had an affair before she, she got with one of the other ones from Bucks Fizz yeah before that happened god that was my I'm going to have to re-listen to that one that's very confusing <laughs> a lot happened in that a one lot, a lot happened in that one jeez yeah, yeah. Um, so the song had been written in English to start off with, yeah. but the rules for the Icelandic pre-selection that year stated that it, the lyrics had to be in Icelandic. Uh, and so Johnny, it was getting closer to the deadline. He didn't have it sorted out. He was sure he didn't have the time to re-record it. But then at the night before the deadline, he and Thorin decided that when there's a will, there's, there's a, way. a way. Got their heads down. Thorin wrote the Icelandic lyrics and helped finish the English lyrics oh. um, with Johnny. And they managed to complete the demo recording at the very last minute so in order like, to put the song forward for the contest. Nice, it's like a movie, this, isn't it? It is. It's like Cool Runnings or something. And like a movie, unfortunately. <laughs> no. There is a sad aspect to it. No, okay. So Johnny was scheduled to perform the composition in the third Icelandic pre selection semi final on January 29th, 2011. However, on January 17th, he unexpectedly suffered from a brain hemorrhage caused by an aneurysm and tragically died instantly at the age of 36. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh. So sad, right? So Johnny. Every time I read through it, I well up a little bit. So, <laughs> it's just so sad. So he'd ri- the song was written. It was through. Been entered. They were going to be in the pre-selection. They were going to... And he was going to perform it. Yeah, he okay. was going to be performing it. And he passed away unfortunately yeah two weeks just shy of two weeks before shockingly sudden as well brain hemorrhage hemorrhage like oh yeah just on the spot done 
God. Very sad, leaving leaving Thorin and their and their child. And their, yeah. their child and their song that they wrote together. Yeah. But as Sir Johnny had been such a big Eurovision fan, his family decided on reflection that he would have liked for the song to remain in the competition. And so six of his closest musical friends collaborated to sing the song for him. Oh my God. You're going to cry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't worry, because I, 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 this is too much for me oh to do as well. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it when we have stories like this, that you go, that could be a movie. Yeah. Why isn't it, why is why, not a movie? Why is every Eurovision story not a movie, guys? Come on. So for the one last week. That was a history lesson. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. So guitarist and singer Vignia had produced the song along with Sir Johnny. Mm. The drummer Benedict and piano player Palmy were Sir Johnny's co-members in the recently formed band Rock that he was in. Yeah. Guitarist and singer Gunnar had played gigs with Sir Johnny for many years. Bass player and singer uh, Harima was a long-term friend and singer Mateus had worked with Sir Johnny both on and off stage. They were all very close friends mm. of his. They knew mm. him very well. Together, they were known as the group Sir Johnny's Friends. Oh. Yeah. So Ugh. the song After Home, or Coming Home, as it was translated into English, was performed by Sir Johnny's Friends and was selected to represent Iceland <sighs> by the televoting community yeah. in the Icelandic National Song Contest on February 12, 2011. It won with 25,449 votes, with the runner-up receiving 80, just over 18,000 votes. So by some way... By some, by some way, way. the total amounts, so this is just a little by, by mm. note, the total amount of votes cast was 96,651. Mm. And this equates to almost a third of the population <sighs> of Iceland. So the whole, we, a third uh, of Iceland voted in the contest. We have got to buck our ideas up. Right? We need to get more people behind it, more people voting. It will give the Beebs some more money to oh, do what they will with. Yeah. <laughs> invest back in Eurovision, of course. Um, can just imagine having that responsibility of going of stepping onto that stage knowing that you're not only like singing someone else's song but this is their this is their, this is their final, legacy yeah their legacy this is their final piece and for something that he's been trying to do for so long yeah um this is his last chance and he's your close friend imagine that like terrifying that you're going to like sing a bum note or like yeah, exactly. play a wrong like beautiful chord. that you're doing it but must be terrifying been absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. terrifying the My entire God. way through yeah um, but they got they got through the pre-selection they represented Iceland. that is beautiful an article talking of the performance that night said the whole nation joined together in grief for Sir Johnny's premature death oh. so sweet how long after his death was this song do we have that was this was this was this performance? Was this performance? So th they performed at the semi final. He was meant to. So he died on January on January seventeenth, and the performance was on January 29th. So literally a matter of weeks. Less than a week. It's no less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Less yeah. than two weeks yeah. that he died. That they put all this together and went oh right. Oh my god. Let's do this. And so they're still in mourning. Absolutely. It's almost like yeah. a, it's almost like a wake. That must have been a really weird, not weird. It must have been quite a beautiful celebration when they won. But you know, it's um, uh, it's tough when you watch the clips yeah. of um, of his wife Thorin oh talking about it and talking about Johnny's friends and yeah, you do forget watching yeah. them because they're all it, it's so beautiful seeing everyone together and they're all very supportive of each other and talking about him with smiles on their faces. Yeah. But you, it's it's very easy to forget that it's literally been a matter of weeks yeah. since her husband died yeah. completely unexpectedly this yeah. isn't a long running disease that she knew was gonna you know they knew that something was happening yeah. or something they could get to you know get their heads around not yeah. that that's any better but no. 
just very suddenly done. Yeah. yeah. So it's very, yeah, very, very sad. Very moving. As described on um, on the Sir Johnny's Friends website, the song is a country-influenced, rhythmic, feel-good, upbeat ballad with references to the songs of McCartney. Um, uh, it has the sing-along effect of Bjorn and Benny. Oh. Uh, and last but not least, the endless charm of Sir Johnny Brink. Oh. And it has a beautiful message to all of us. We never know when our time will come, so we must live life to the fullest. And this is completely true. We're going to play a little bit of the song. This was written before, before he, he died. died. And the song's message is you have to focus on the good things of your life because you don't know how fragile oh life is. God. You have to live life today because you don't know if you're going to have tomorrow. So we'll play a little bit of the song now. So his wife and his wife and kids is in that music video. Yeah, dancing to his song. (laughs) We both got tears in our eyes. Because it's sad. It's really beautiful, but very sad. It's really beautiful. There, yeah. It's a really simple music video. So this is the music video, not their actual performance for for the song contest. But I think the music video is uh, probably more beautiful in a way his his wife and sons in it and his friends are gathered around and um yeah you feels- said it is like a wake it's like a nice celebration of sir johnny and yeah. all of his friends together having a dance saying goodbye to him yeah and and he's there um he's present in his song isn't he I told you it was a tearjerker. I don't know what's the grab there. I their told tissues. you it was a tearjerker. My friend wow. Nikki's gonna cry at this. I didn't. Sure. I didn't think I would go. I didn't think I'd be off. It's a lot. Right? Like, it's like my voice sounds croaky already because <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I've just been out all weekend. It's fine. Yeah, I've just been fine. No, it's because of the tears. Oh, yeah. Bloody hell. So the Eurovision Song Contest that year was then held in May in Dusseldorf, Germany. The first semi-final took place on May 10th. 19 countries entered including Iceland, hmm. um, into, the, into the first semi-final. And so Johnny's friends performed 14th, finishing fourth of the night, sixth in the televoting and third with the jury votes. They got straight on through to the oh, finals. They fuck. soared on through. Thank God. They moved on to the finals of the competition later that week, but unfortunately only came 20th mm. overall out of, uh, out of 25 countries, receiving 61 points, with the winners um, being Azerbaijan's Ellen Nikki. Yeah. Not favourites of mine. We've discussed them. A couple of times. Um, winning with their song Running Scared. But regardless of the song's eventual standing in the final, I think Johnny had finally made it to Eurovision. Yeah. And had very unexpectedly taken a lot of his friends alongside with him. (laughs) That is really beautiful. Isn't it the best? It's too much. Every literally every time I've read through. Do you know what led me on to this weirdly? Is when I was because now when I'm trying to look for Eurovision stories to talk Mm. about, if I'm looking at one and then it goes if it mentions anything else, I'll just save that and have a look and have a click through. And when I was doing the one for Paul Oscar the other week, yeah. 
So this is the group that he said, if they get through, I'll eat my hat. And that he uh, had to eat the cake cat for. Yeah, and I clicked through. through, found it, and started reading, cried. Yeah. Then wrote it, cried again. <laughs> and then literally every time I've gone through and edited it, cried. cried again. And then cried, cried just And now, now just cried again. <laughs> because it is the most beautiful story. That is. In, it's just so beautiful. That is. And again, like a movie, like... A group of friends coming together to sing their recently departed friend's song. And, um, oh God, and that video, because seeing a mother and a child when you know that... And they are dancing in that video and they're dancing to their late husband and late father's song. And and actually, I guess, he's written a lot of songs and he's written a lot of music over the years and that's almost as good a way as any to remember be remembered by. Absolutely. I think it's the best way for his legacy to to live on. That was a, a beautiful story and actually a really nicely written story as well in the least patronising way as possible. Oh, thanks, so, mate. Um, it's lovely to have one like it that. It felt only like a little short one, but there wasn't really much more. I don't think I it's didn't that want to short. pad it out. Like, no, it was we're a doing, nice yeah, yeah. amount. Yeah, and you don't want to... Yeah, like, you're right. You don't want to pad it out. And um, nice short stories like that are, are beautiful. And also, I think, quite um, good that in whatever forum we're in and we're not I'm not saying we're massive or whatever but it's nice that he gets a little bit of recognition and his story gets to live on and I'm sure other people will talk about him in Iceland oh, or whatever but yeah. it's good to share people's stories like that so if everyone has their um, has dried their eyes and Stop put their now. tissues away and uh, can uh, put a smile on their faces Isabel Mm-hmm. I've written a little song this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have. Uh, so there's not there's not too much um, I want to really sort of describe this song with. Um, I, I've I've made an attempt to go back to sort of your your straightforward pop. Okay, um, good. I made it's an genre attempt, I know yeah, and like. Yeah, yeah, straightforward pop. Uh, for a straightforward gal like yourself. <laughs> um, Not going to argue with that. <laughs> um, so, um, all I will say, Isabel, is that this song is called Change the World. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
That was Change the World. Isabel, what's up with your face? <laughs> what does my face look like? I don't know. It looks, it, it looks um, not disapproving. Just, you're not a fan of my song. I liked the bit at the end where it went, ah! <laughs> Just that. That was about half a second yeah. worth of a, yeah, of really a, minute, a minute 50 song. Yeah, I really liked that <laughs> bit. Okay. Yeah. So you like that bit. What about the rest of the song as well? Do you not like the start? Forgotten it already. Oh no, it's forgettable. So forgettable. I thought the start was quite uh, like mysterious. Uh, 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 uh. I felt like a boy band could sing it. Maybe Joe and Jake. Oh, but Joe and Jake <laughs> didn't win. They're not gonna win. No one likes a duo. They're weird. <sighs> I, they got to Eurovision though. Just forgettable. Is what, it? I don't remember any of the lyrics. <laughs> no. So the thing is, right, is I got halfway through writing and singing it up to the first or oh, 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 oh. and then I was, <laughs> I was gonna do the rest of it yesterday but my voice gave up so i had to do yeah 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 you're like one of those people on the x factor stage it's like and i've just had tonsillitis and i'm really upset my grandma's died so no I excuses had, i had to do no excuses like a few words. so no. there's quite a big there's two bridges basically where the trumpets come in and then where I go, oh, oh, because it's a bit like... Yeah, what lyrics were there at all? Just changed the world. The chorus is, I thought, right, Europe, <laughs> lots of different languages. And I know I've done this one before, but I feel like this one is more accomplished than the... I think it was the second episode I did. We did. Uh, the second song I did. I did. <laughs> the second song I did. The second episode yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> um, the, the, a, you know, an oi oi uh, chorus or a... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know yeah if it's interesting oh I thought that one was interesting no I thought this was going to take me no. back up to the heady heights of a 9, 10 or 11 no absolutely <sighs> not I'm very sorry to tell you I don't know I think I think with this one there'll be quite a few people disagreeing with you I think they won't <laughs> so I think everyone will have forgotten it like I did <sighs> dad let us know what you think will you <laughs> go on reverend I bet the reverend thinks it's pants too before you give a score uh, it's not like a bad one thanks for the top it's not it's not like a it's not no, bad but the bad ones are probably really more forgettable remem- rememberable mem- memorable than- rememberable <laughs> yeah they are um, oh, you've spilled again what's wrong with you this bottle I blame this bottle mate the <laughs> cork was too easy to pull out and the neck is too easy to Nonsense. spill from lovely vintage of 2015 it was it was a very nice wine actually so Isabel uh, I think we have an idea of the roundabout area that you're going to give this song a score of but what score will you give change the world I mean I've genuinely forgotten it so I'm just going to pick a number out of thin air and say <laughs> sank five yeah sure oh, it's better than why not the same as last week I don't know oh, we can't remember that one either I'm going to need to oh, keep up to date oh, on this stuff oh oh oh, oh. sing along Isabel uh, 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 what? <laughs> you can't uh, remember it oh, <laughs> I've forgotten the song. song what's the song uh, there we, so that was a five uh, oh, I need to back my ideas out. It's been yeah. a little while since there's been a there's been a high scoring one. We'll be able to have a little break for you soon, though, won't we? Oh yeah, love? we are. Because over the next few weeks, um, as we're getting closer to Eurovision, the layout of the well, the format of some of the shows is going to change slightly. Yes. So we are going to be having some special guest appearances Ooh. in the coming weeks, and um, some special Eurovision guests. Um, so I'm hoping that at least one of them will bring a song along with them for uh, us to play yes. um, instead of you. And also, as the closer we get to Eurovision, 
we're just going to be doing Eurovision stuff. I mean, not that we're not oh, already. We're yeah, clearly yeah, doing yeah. Eurovision stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, this Eurovision, Eurovision yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Does that make sense? Also, Isabel, um, I thought we should mention that the proper event for our proper Eurovision Ooh. night is set up. Um, would you like to explain to our lovely listeners how they might find out a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. So, it's well, it's not our event. It's um, the lovely Portia Fries, drag queen extraordinaire of South London, is hosting a Eurovision screening on May 13th at the Montague Arms in Peckham. There will be surprise guests who we can't name as yet. No. But uh, some of them are going to be on the show at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also going to be there. Obvs, because we've already been talking about it too much. So we can't yep. be a surprise guest now. But we're going to be there. Yep. And it's gonna, it's called Nil Point, or Nil Points, a Eurovision screening. You can find it on Facebook. Yep. And it's going to be a hoot and a half. I've been yep. to the pub before. It's an amazing layout. We're going to have it's it on a big stage. screen. The whole thing is going to be Eurovision. So the whole pub is Eurovision that evening. Yep. We're gonna, there's going to be a stage. There's going to be prizes and games and Eurovision above everything. It's going to be VV glamorous, right? Oh my God, so glam. So, so glam. I will be dressed as a Eurovision icon of the past. Yeah, we recommend. I'll be as dressed up in some fancy We're gonna suit. Make I'll wear look a bow nice. tie. Uh, yeah. uh, we recommend wearing at least one sequined item. And if you just oh, want to wear one possible. item, that's fine too. So uh, choose oh, your item. As much along. as possible, or as little <laughs> as possible, guys. Uh, in sequins. We're very um, liberal. Um, so yeah, it's five pounds advance ticket, seven pounds on the door. So do yeah, um, book ahead. Book ahead because all of our friends are going to be coming, and they're going to take all the cheap seats. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Because uh, so we're Mon- cheap. It's the Montague Arms in Peckham. Please do come along and we would be very excited to see some listeners there. As would Portia. And Portia is amazing. And she's going to be on the podcast at some point too. Doing yeah, she a is. Story. I can't wait. Hopefully written songs. So that would be great fun too. And if you have any questions about it, please don't hesitate to email us or contact us in any way. So you can email us um, at eurovisionpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter, which is eurovisioncast. Um, we could we couldn't fit the whole word in. No. And on Instagram, we are Euphoria Podcast. Yes. Uh, so yeah, please do get in touch with us on all of those means. And we send us a song. You. Make a song and send a bloody yeah, song in. We wanna... No one sent a bloody song. All it's going to take is one of you to do it and then everyone, everyone will do it. Because everyone's just nervous at the moment. I can tell that's what it is. It... You don't want me. You don't want it to get to the point where <laughs> I have to sing a song because I am not good at these things so if you get to the point where Roland is so songed out listen to his croaky voice you're doing this to him you've done this to him by not sending in songs someone send in a song people we know who are listening none of you have sent in a bloody song yet Um, do a song Isabel will be nice when someone sends in a song gonna keep saying do a song dad come on (laughs) wasting away over there doing nothing Uh, you're held in by snow and earthquakes write Write a a song song. it's like Bon Iver um (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah and isabel will be nice to your song we will we will really appreciate like just the fact oh yeah no i'm not gonna be a bitch (laughs) maybe that's why people don't send them in because i'm gonna be horrible i'm only horrible because i know and love roland yeah she knows knows that i love him exactly i'm encouraging i mean mummy it's fine um but just the fact that someone sends it in means you'll automatically get at least seven points Oh, I'm going higher. <laughs> so uh, please do. Uh, and thank everyone for listening. The views are, are just, we're getting lots of views and it's lovely to see that listens. people are listening. listening. Uh, yeah, listens. Uh, the listens, we're getting lo- lots of listens and it's just lovely to know that people are out there listening and enjoying it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Cheers, Sweden. Still yeah. number one. Always number one in my heart, obviously. <laughs> but number one in the podcast yeah, yeah. listenership too, um, which makes it doubly great. Yes, it does. 
And so, oh, hi to the people in the Philippines. You know, we have a few people in the Philippines listening. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but great to good know. for you. Great to know you're there. Spread great the to word. So thanks for listening, guys. And uh, let's round up the podcast in the same way we do every week with our usual catchphrase. Who's friends with Sir Johnny? We're all friends with Sir Johnny. Yay! <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. And see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.